Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh, God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow Grimes. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed up. <laughs> I expected a couple mosquitoes to fly into the studio with the door open like that. Mm. You're kind of a, you strike me as a mosquito phobist. I freaking hate mosquitoes. Yeah. Like as much as Lane hates spiders. Oh, like, really? Dude, I think mosquitoes are the, I mean, they carry No, Lane is scared. They like fly oh. near your ear and they make you, uh, like, well, that is the worst thing ever, worse, dude. dude. dude Lane, disgusting. I stumbled upon an Instagram account for uh, poisonous centipedes. How do you feel about those? They're gnarly. not the black ones with the tunnel legs. Red. The, the red ones with the big legs. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> so basically, like, a, a, like a long, long spider. A long, long spider. I'm, I just got the chills. They're really creepy. Have you seen them? How they, they don't walk? have joints yes. in their legs, dude, do they? It's really creepy. There was one in my garage the other day, and they just kind of. There's <laughs> one in your garage, not yeah. this kind. This is the from Thailand. They're like oh. as big as this table oh, you know. okay. no, he, he travels like a lot seven feet yeah i probably brought one home in my backpack yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyways the the guy on instagram was advertising you know female female uh latin name blah 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 blah, blah. uh this this condition etc 175 plus shipping to your door Wait, it's alive? Whoa. Yes. In this condition? Uh, wait, what? <laughs> like it's cherry? <laughs> wait, is yeah. it a clean yeah. title? Clean title. <laughs> like, yeah. Like Original all owner. Recent, recent service. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Recent oil change? I was just so locked in on cars, then I, I stumbled upon a guy that was dealing with cobras in Thailand, and he, he's got this crazy account where... I mean, videos of him holding fucking king cobras barehanded with the snake right in his face. My dad owned a king cobra. In <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about, talking about cars. We're not talking about cars <laughs> either. Yeah. What do you mean you owned a king cobra? Dude, he just bought one in freaking India and like kept it and did this his little deal. This is McQueen shit, dude. We got to have your dad on the podcast. Maybe oh that's the angle. You're missing out completely. Yeah. So this is while he was doing his complete his, tour around the hippie freaking Middle tour? East and the... Giant Mercedes, oh, my big God. window of van. Oh, I thought he bought it to like pair up with his 1976 uh, Ford Mustang King Cobra. Like, wasn't that like he needed <laughs> no, to have a no, real one? No, no, no. This is he, he owned a King Cobra. So this guy has King Cobras, a bunch of other crazy poisonous snakes, right? Wait, so this is a guy that you met at work? <laughs> no, he saw an Instagram <laughs> no, telephone. I was on my on the search you thing, said car things on the search thing on Instagram. And there's some bullshit raver video. Because What's up with the raver video? That's you. you. Dude, I, why? <laughs> what, it says suggested for you ravers. And it's, it's, you, think it's, you think it's Lane? Constantly. No. I have you think no idea. Why did you do that to us? I have us? no idea, dude. But we do ravers. constant suggestions of raver videos. <laughs> and it's not even images. It's always videos. It's I don't weird know dancing it's videos, weird. dude. <laughs> and you can't, you can't not play them. It's, it plays it automatically. See, you fucked it up. No, no, you keep no, no. playing them. No, no, no. It plays as you're scrolling down. Yeah, you might look at it like, what is this? Ravers. But you said our Wait, you're dude, clicking on it, Warren? Don't <laughs> click, dude. Oh, I don't click. I'm saying you watch it because it's playing as you're going right. through the, the yeah. feed and it says and suggestions you just get... suggested for you ravers. And you get so angry because they're the worst thing ever. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> sets up a camera no. and just dances around in front of it in this super weird thing, dude. <laughs> the one I saw the other day was the dude dancing like 
on a riverbank by himself. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's what they do. It's by themselves. They're just dan- they're, they're jumping so, around. Art, why did you do that? Yeah, well, Art, stop it. The, 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 the root of this whole story is uh, I was shown uh, a goth raving video. What the fuck is that? And um, What are you talking about? Goths yeah. in the Netherlands. Uh, just... Think traditional goths, you know, uh, okay, okay. black lacing, the black cure, lipstick, cure, hair in your face, uh-huh, uh-huh. Daria, but hybridized with is a, Daria. Where you go, <laughs> Dilbert? That's, go that's on, emo. Daria. Daria's emo. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Think that with uh, just with with raving shit. So like they do the dancing and all that stuff with like hardcore rave music. But I never. Yeah, but I thought goths were like more like they don't work. move that much. What's that? Goth, they don't move that I much. I know, dude. Isn't that wild? It's like a total paradox. <laughs> like, just a very animated goth. Isn't that crazy? That it's feels intriguing. wrong. Look it up. And you're watching that at work? Uh, somebody, one of my coworkers sent it to me. Goth ravers. And so the, the reason that I even looked, I mean, well, it was like a long fucking thing. But uh, you know that, what is that uh, Mask Off song that was really popular with the little flute? What? <laughs> no, no. You know what I'm talking about? Molly Percocet. No, no, no. You'll it's, have ringing, it's ringing a bell. You'll have so, to sing it. For anyways, us. so <laughs> yeah, that's all it says. Molly Percocet, and there's a little flute background, flute in the background. But oh. um, basically, they were just showing that the the ravers dance, the goth ravers dancing, mesh with like any song. So, yeah, I don't even know why we're talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> well. This is All good right. podcast fodder. Yeah, this is. We've really jumped the shark, as they say. Yeah. yeah. Well, welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name's Warren. I'm Ryan. Oh, dude, you are across more. <laughs> There's no in what, scenario. In what scenario do you go next? It was against. It was either me or Lane. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. All right, well, I'm Brian. I'm Art. <laughs> I'm Lane. <laughs> and this is a Sunday edition. I don't think we introduced ourselves last episode. Together we are driving well. Driving well. Okay. Awesome. Um, you know, as Danny George says, everyone knows who we are already. We don't need to introduce yeah, I guess ourselves. That's true. I know. Even in public, they're like calling us out and stuff. No. Like, hey, there's Art yeah, from that no. famous podcast. No. Uh, so this is an automotive podcast. Sometimes we talk about ravers and centipedes. Apparently, <laughs> cobras, king cobras. Um, if you owned a poisonous centipede or are into rave. Or a goth. Or King Cobras. Or but all three at the same time. Dude, there you go. That would um, be epic. Yeah. That See, that would be, be interesting. That would be interesting. I would click on that. <laughs> I would click the shit out of that. There's <laughs> a guy raving with a King Cobra. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm in. I'm totally in. Doing uh, the centipede dance. <laughs> doing the centipede dance with his King Cobra. Oh, man. Okay. So what did you guys do last weekend? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing to talk uh-huh. about. Nothing to talk uh-huh. about. All right, let's quick quick round of project car updates, and then we'll get into our uh, recap of the weekend and uh, Carmel, etc. Uh, Brian, since you're sitting to my left, work. all right, I have a good project car update. Bam, got a new sticker for the Skylark. That's going on a Skylark? Yeah, sixty years why, of Mazda why? Race for Laguna Seca. Why would that go on a Skylark? I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I drove there, so I can I can claim it. Did you buy that sticker? I bought it. Not only did I buy it, I bought it online after the fact when I got home because I That's... forgot to go to the huh, souvenir store. This is a cool sticker. Though. That's cool. You like it? Forty. It's like four bones. Should put that on the '56 Chevy plus shipping, even though it's not gonna move. How much they charge you for shipping? Four dollars. Whoa! Right from Monterey. <laughs> um, it was pretty quick though. You can see it literally if you look outside right <laughs> now. Uh, okay, so that's your update? No, that's why. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, going to go right I, I on bet, the bumper. I, yeah. 
I have it on, on the, the bumper. On the br- bumper, on the bumper, where the bend is. Yeah, around yeah. the bend, right where the crunch is. Yeah. Okay. Art, you got anything good for us? Uh, NSX is uh, unchanged. Okay. As of the last podcast, um, 2002 is uh, you know it's there. Yeah. Yeah. What happened to it? Where we're gonna drive it camping, right? Yeah, I was gonna drive it to the campsite. Um, there might, may or may not have been a little bit of a mishap with uh, one of the calipers. Uh, they went to go bleed it. Something about a stripped bleed screw. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't the screw; it was the caliper side. That happens to the best of them. And uh, yeah, that was that's kind of in a nutshell. So uh, a, a new caliper arrived this week. Uh, just doing one, done. And one side. Yeah. It's just crazy to me how that is actually related to this carb work. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, the stupid freaking brake booster, because I had to put a TII brake booster to get clearance for the side drafts, um, which are on there and are fine, and apparently the car is running pretty decently. I have video of the car running and everything now. Um, It's not perfectly tuned. The idea was that uh, Steve said that I can take the car. Is this like a a Ferris Bueller-style movie of them jumping it off uh, streets in San Francisco? It's very likely. They dynoed it? Oh, wait a minute. Not not dynoed yet. So they just drove it, and they had the air fuel meter on it. And they could see that, you know, the car was lean at partial throttle and rich at full throttle, okay in between, and it was good enough to drive it to pre-reunion. Uh, unfortunately, the stupid caliper thing happened, and um, the caliper needed to be replaced. Um, so, I mean, the, the, you know, I'll, I'll say this other thing. When they went to go freaking shake it down so that I can go pick it up and drive it, um, the car started pulling very hard to the right. And uh, they went and checked out what was going on, um, and apparently the left caliper wasn't getting any fluid at all. Like, it was totally blocked for some reason. And apparently, there's, like, a little rubber grommet. These are stainless steel brake lines. That That's how the, uh, the guy had just put them on there when I bought the car. And apparently, there was, like, a little rubber grommet that had, like, somehow gotten sucked up into the freaking line through vacuum. And uh, it was blocking the fluid from getting into, getting to the caliper. So they fixed that. And then they go to bleed the brakes. And when they, they went around, bled them. And then they go bleed the driver's side. Or, I'm sorry, the passenger side one. And uh, when they were rethreading it, I guess the thing, the threads were just thrashed and mm. like, and it just wasn't holding anymore. So that happens. So, I mean, whatever. I mean, the shitty thing is that the calipers were pretty new. So I, um, something, someone did something sketchy. And, yeah. um, cause I think he even told us, right? Like when we we're picking it up and I have paperwork for it, but they were pretty fresh, uh, brakes. So whatever. Um, the good news is that they're not charging me for the brake caliper. They're, they're covering that expense. Um, the bad news is that I still don't have the fucking car. They just want to get this thing out of there so bad, too. Yeah, yeah so it's just been sitting there. And you um, mentioned that they said you could take it, but it wouldn't be tuned. That makes no sense. So they said I could take it. It's drivable, but it's not perfect. It, it, uh, he said that it, it wasn't dangerous because that was the first thing I asked. I'm like, fuck, you're saying it's running lean. Like, I do not want to drive a, a car in that condition. And he's no. like, no, it's like. It's, but you, the whole idea was you brought us someplace to get it well, back. Yeah, you perfect. just wanted to make the yeah. event, though. It was yeah. important and to now you're not. So you're not at this hurry. point. I just, I'm totally deflated. That's the only way I can describe it. Like, I, there was all That's this tension building to be. up. That's a, you, I was you can amped. only inflate more. <laughs> That's a terrible <laughs> spot to be. I mean, I was like insanely amped. I was really, really looking forward to this. And then uh, now I don't give a shit. Like, it's just like, it's just whenever I get it, I get it. I don't even care yeah, there's anymore. there's no other. Um, yeah. I mean, hopefully you'll get it back before Coastal Range Rally. I hope so. Hopefully I'm, you get yeah. it back before you buy another car to fill that empty garage space. I know, right? I'm leaving. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm leaving the country uh, tomorrow, so um, I won't be back for a few days. And hopefully, when I come back, it's done. That would, that's my goal now. At least it looks like that's feasible. Uh, it's gonna. It's at this point, calibers on whatever. Now it just needs to be dyno tuned. Then after that, I should have a freaking car. And that's a Volvo caliper. 
Uh, no, so I did determine that it it was the BMW calipers on oh. there, not the Volvo caliper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, dude. We had um, some forensic scientists look at it on Friday night at the uh, at Ali's barbecue, and he determined it was the factory caliper. Oh, nice. yeah. So there's just from photos. Yeah, photos. Yep. Yeah. So we had some old school dining folks there uh, scoping it out. All right. What was the what was the tell? Uh, so if if it was a girling caliper, it would have been a Volvo caliper, and it was not a girling caliper. It's ATE. Yep, that was it. Ate, 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 as they said. Yeah, eight. It's a little cast kind of mark on there. Uh, Lane, I don't have any updates. Okay. Sorry, that's all right, dude. You had plenty. Fortunately, plenty, plenty for the weeks past. Yep. I have two quick ones. I got the van ready prior to our camping trip, and started it after it had been sitting for about like a week and a half and uh let it warm up for a couple minutes in the garage huge fuel leak oh no not the other rail no it was just a a totally unrelated area um one of the fuel lines goes uh from the front of the car and it works its way to the firewall front of the car that's where the fuel tank is oh and uh which is weird because the firewall is literally a, like a four inch thing that you could, you can go underneath. It's, it's kind of hard to explain, but essentially they have it. I think it's probably for vibration. There's a junction on the firewall where this rubber line meets a plastic fitting. And, uh, on the front of the side of the firewall, there was a hose clamp that was loose. I thought that's definitely not it. The hose is probably tattered. You know, I'm gonna have to redo the hose and stuff. And, um, I drove it to the shop like that. <clears throat> it's only a mile away. Fire extinguisher was close by. I was able to tighten the hose clamp, rechecked it, never leaked again. This is before we went camping. Yeah, it was oh, a Friday, right. Friday before, and uh, so that was that was definitely a little sinking feeling. I was like, oh my god, you know, yeah. I just thought I was going to get in this thing and go, and now I have like this whole other could be a project. So that was good. Uh, van was flawless. Otherwise, okay, um, it's not only your transportation, but also your room. Right. So, so then I was thinking like pack uh, a tent and all that. Exactly. Stuff. It would have been more complicated. Car, all switching stuff. keys. So right. I, I do have a question for you before we get into the whole Laguna Seca thing. Yeah. Um, so you were camping in the van again and I noticed you had this like zipped in thing in one of your windows. Oh I, yeah. I don't know if it was on both sides. Yeah, but both like, sides. So is that to aerate the interior? Like, so it's uh, essentially it is a uh, mosquito net that you can put in your front windows okay. and you can roll the windows down and still have ventilation without mosquitoes getting in. So it's like a screen. Okay. So it doesn't get all like, like musty in there. In there. Yeah. And, like just fresh air. Right. Yeah. And, um, it's, it's made by go Westy and it just, it's a sleeve that goes over the top of the doors and you close the doors and oh, that's, and it locks it in. That's how okay. it's set up. And you can also, uh, it's good. You can cover it for rain and stuff. It's, it's pretty cool. I was a, a wedding present for my, my sister. Cool. Um, did you guys have a van again off parked next to each other? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan, Dan, Dan and I, well, it was funny. We, we ran into each other at Canepa and we were talking about when we were going to leave and stuff. And then we got, um, separated and I didn't have his phone number because <clears throat> the idea was we would kind of carpool down there or caravan down there. And he didn't really know where we were going. So I, I lost him and I was parked in the very back, like across the Creek parking parking spot and i drove around and got on a scotts valley drive and right as i pulled on he was driving yeah, down no and got right nice. behind me. that's that vanigan sense i know right so yeah we did end up caravanning um and then uh e30 uh yesterday i was driving it and uh like last night 
um, like basically a, a dead miss, misfire, just mm-hmm. out of nowhere. What the fuck? Um, much worse when it's cold at idle. Uh, it kind of goes away when it warms up a little bit. Your knowledge of hot plugs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, it's definitely there. So today I had a little free time in the afternoon at, at work. And the the wires are old. I, I haven't done them for a long time, like since I bought the car. But they last a long time, you know, and they're expensive. So I, I bought a set of wires. Um, check the plugs. Plugs are okay. Cap and rotor look pretty worn. So I'm going to do wires, uh, cap and rotor tomorrow and see how that goes. Getting the – there's this uh, a plug that goes to the, the wiring harness. It's like a lead off the, the wire set. It is – Mounted to this little loom protector on the front of the block. It's this plastic kind of just wire holder. And a few other wires go through there. And it's sandwiched between the fan and the block. It's really tight right there. There's Mm. belts and... Bends and stuff on the wires too? or Uh, Not really. It just kind of holds it against the block so it's not like going to dangle and and get chewed up. Impossible to get that freaking thing through there uh, because the plug is big and you can't snake it through. You know, if you unplug it and want to snake it out, you can't do it. So you have to take the cap off first to do that. A distributor cap. Um, it's just it's just old car stuff turns into a project. You know, one screws seized and just all that stuff. So we were kind of messing with it um, at the shop and got to a point where I needed more parts. And I basically parked it at the shop and left it there, and I took another car home. But uh, so the, my E30 is down, but I'm not too worried about it. Hopefully that fixes it. I took a stethoscope and listened to all the injectors; they're all firing. It doesn't seem like a serious enough miss where it's something internal, you know. I think it's mm-hmm. just a, a tune-up kind of deal. So, yeah. and one of the the number six cylinder on the cap um, firing point was all chewed. It just looked burned up. Oh, well, that's... But they kind of look like that when they're, yeah. you know... And uh, you have the cap and rotor for yeah. me. Yeah, yep. Did you I'm going to try to use that. I think there's a... I think you can test the resistance of the plug wires and tell if they're good or bad. Yeah. But the easier other, to just replace them if you already I got a them. deal on them um, through my wholesale account. What, what brand did you get? Uh, Bremi. Bremi. It's the OE. It's like 200 bucks retail or something. Yeah, actually, list price is 400 bucks. <laughs> Holy crap. Gosh. But Dude, I remember comes, looking at that. It comes with a, like a loom a harness holder that mounts to the valve cover. It's got two bolt. I know that cover. It comes with that. Yeah, that's, that's part of the wire set. Yeah. So it's pretty, pretty you know, fancy thing. Um, so what is the knowledge alternative cost? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like, can you see the spark going through them? Do they light up? They're clear. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Each boot is like a light, a spark going off. Rave dance Uh, show. Yeah, exactly. I have a fidget spinner contest. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so they they make, like, I think Bavarian Auto makes their own now. It's a red set, but... Jeez, that's crazy expensive. What, did it last, like, 60,000 miles or something now? They last a long time. Yeah, Yeah, 60,000 miles. And um, I paid 95 bucks for it because I I have a deal, and but... uh, so it's been a while. My what I meant to say is that the part that mounts to the valve cover has been cracked and broken on mine forever. So it's just kind of dangling there. But they're, you know, no big deal. But um, so it'll be opportunity to renew that. And and it's one thing after another with that car too. You know, you look at it and it's like the valve cover is starting to seep, and it's I should do the valve cover gasket, and you have to take off some of the intake to do it. Just it could 
yeah. I could work on that car is that for a, like, like a week. Is that a cork one, or do you have to seal it with like... No, it's like a rubber one. Yeah, it's... It's, it's not like, cork. It's not cork? No. I actually have one of those, too, if you want it. Too. But it's been sitting for a while. Oh, yeah, no. I'm and it kind of like creased a little bit. Yeah, no. <laughs> Basically worthless. I think they're like four dollars. <laughs> they're so cheap. <laughs> yeah. That's why I thought they were cork because they're so cheap. But uh, yeah. yeah, they're they're very inexpensive. Um, so hopefully put the new wires. Um, I checked the plugs. Plugs look totally fine. Um, cap and rotor, and we'll be good. To You're go. gonna do plugs too, though, right? No, I did those recently. I think I did them before the rally. Okay. I think I had done those as like a little tune-up. But, but no, not doing wire. I didn't do wires because they're way more expensive. Yeah, I remember the Specy Thirty. It was like I saw the cost of the replacing the wires. Yeah. I wanted to do it, and I, and <laughs> I saw the cost. And I was like, "Holy shit, that's like the most valuable thing on my motor." Like, no, I hope those don't go bad. Like, it lasts a super long time. But yeah, like uh, I think basic uh, retail price is somewhere in the two hundred dollar range. If you go to the dealer, it's four hundred. But um, yeah, so we'll see. So those are my my updates. Nothing else really. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's one pressing. really easy fix. You do realize this, right? Tell me. K24, dude. Oh, K20 say, head on a K24 bottom. You're going to say carburetor it, and I'm like, how's that no, going to Oh, yeah. Like, we already know what route. K20 head on a 24? Yeah. Huh? High compression. God, I really want to see that in an E30. So bad. God, I think it'd be wireless down low, wouldn't it? No, they're actually torquey. That's the whole thing. The, the K24 is a 2.4 liter, so, like, uh, I mean, you're yeah. It's it's pretty it's, solid. It's right. like yeah, about the same except it yeah. revs way better. Yeah, and it revs higher. Dude, I yeah, I re- those really things consume oil like crazy too. That's okay. <laughs> Just keep pouring it in. Dude, yeah. sounds like a great project. Like a quart every eight to nine hundred miles. Yeah. It's fine. Miles. I, I wish it. I wish it made sense, but you can get an S fifty two E thirty for eleven twelve grand. Yeah. So it's like doing buying an E thirty, doing a swap to K twenty four. You know, you're going to be in that but also, range how really you, quickly. You'd have to get a referee to pass smog. It's a gigantic pain in the ass. Pain in the ass, right? It's an LLC situation. I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. The yeah, S52, K24 though, is only 200 horsepower. Is it? That's pretty yeah. good, though. Better than what I have, but I don't know if it's worth the... The juice isn't worth the squeeze, as they say, right? No. Well, well I think if you hit K20 head on it, you get some more because it's higher compression. <laughs> you know, it would be fun one day, because this is a lifetime car for you, to do a full rebuild, like get a cam... Do the, you know, whatever you deck the head a little bit or whatever the kids are doing these days. I would just try to... Uh, I mean, I know, like, the Specky 30 guys, if you want to be in the front, you build a a, a rad motor. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, then they have that. limits. And, but, yeah, you uh, can do more than that. You can do that. more than yeah. that. And yeah. you get you get the chip yeah, I that go. works well with it. Like, that would be so yeah, I would go so that rad. way over a K motor. Oh, no, no. You're yeah, going from a yeah. smooth inline six to a four? Well, you, just, you it's lighter weight. And, what it is, and it revs better. Don't I, I like the car as it is. I would try to just keep it as period correct as I could. I mean, there, there's really no way to lose with your options. I would look at what Alpina did in in '89 and see mm. if there was something that I like could a cab emulate or, or, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, a chip helps out with that a lot. Yeah, like um, I mean, at yeah. Ali's party, we, I don't know, we were mentioned, we were talking about the 944 or something, or someone was, and then uh, that guy Jeff Hecox sat yeah. down and he just starts going. Oh, what what car is that? And I'm like, oh, 944. He said, oh yeah, chip helps out so much on something like on those cars. Like mm-hmm. he starts going into it. He's all, what chip do you have? I'm like, I don't, you know. And he said, is it an automotion? Because we made all those. Diamond made all those chips. Oh you know? wow, like, yeah. He has a nice 2002. Yeah, really nice sick. with that Alpina intake, Dude, red roundy with Alpina bits and it's it's in, yeah, Alpina induction and magnesium wheels. It's, it's, I don't know if it's slide throttle, but it's like. 
gnarly mechanical fuel injection. Yeah, mm-hmm. like with like translucent hard lines yeah. and shit. It's really cool. And yeah, then he has a he too. has a 2002 uh, like a vintage race car that he's just finishing restoring. It's getting out of paint, and then he's re- starting to restore his uh, Alpha Montreal. Oh, that's right. He said it was oh, an, that was going to be a big project. I guess. Yeah, yeah a super nice guy. He stopped by the campsite. And uh, I had taken pictures of his car when it was down in the pits, and uh, and then he drove up, pulled up in it. So yeah, he had the hood up in the pits with that Alpina yep. airbox. Um, yeah, very nice. So that's project car updates. Guess that gets us into our weekend, huh? Yeah, it's a lot to hammer down, but uh, maybe you can talk a little bit about Friday at our buddy uh, Racing Ali's house. And yeah, it turned into like us. a pretty. Cool little yeah, uh, we, car show. The cool guys weren't. Art Warren wasn't there. Oh, sorry. I had to take care of my child, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? I mean, you, yeah. don't you just throw like some kibbles and bits yeah. on the ground. Yeah, don't you have a little, little, little yeah. water. Yeah, so we went to uh, our buddy Ali, racing Ali's house, and uh, I drove my 944. I cruised with Eric Campana in his uh, Evo. Told him to park a little farther away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, Art showed up. What did you drive, Art? Uh, the NSX. Oh, NSX, yeah. And then Brian showed up in the Skylark. That's and, right. And it, Thomas and I were, down. We're, it was, were mobbing yeah. together. Yeah, Thomas. He, he had his V8 Volvo. Tom's Illic. Big hit, Illich by the way, the, the Skylark at Ellie's place. Yeah? Yeah, yeah dude. It was, yeah, I think it had a bigger crowd around that around it than any other car. There that, was that sense of O. I think so. Ali had a friend there with a e-golf with 20-inch wheels. And it was pretty slammed. Five-spoke 20-inch wheels just slammed yeah. to the ground. God, I meant to ask him about the range, what what his range goes down to. It went I'm down pretty to curious 30 about miles. Are you serious? No, I'm just oh, like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I can't imagine it's that bad. I mean, yeah, I doubt it makes a difference at all. Well, it helps. No, oh, it I mean, seems well, like it's also a larger amount. diameter, so longer rolling, right? Like, And it's also yeah, I don't know what that does more aggressive tires, diameter. rolling resistance. I bet it's negligible. But it is he lower, had suspension and everything. Yeah, and then uh, there was two Viper ACRs, a Ford Focus S, like uh, ST, with some wheels on it. What else? There was a, a 2002 Touring with an automatic. Yeah, yeah so yeah, that's, one of the neighbors, uh, this kid brought his '72 uh, Corvette like C3 Corvette, green and gold and T tops, manual tranny. Yeah. Big old rubber tires. Pulled that thing out. And then... What were else the, was Were it? the neighbors okay with all of this? Neighbors? Oh, they were yeah, neighbors dude, he has the stuff. coolest yeah. neighborhood. Like, there's, like, no traffic. It's this weird little, like... He lives on, like, a chicane, basically. Dude, you have to... And it took forever to get there. You have to zigs your, zigzag zig, into... Zig it's like yeah. an older suburb, suburban neighborhood, you know? So. And uh, we were, like, parking in the middle of the street, and that was totally cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, all the neighbors were like stopping by and they're like already know Ollie's a car guy, clearly, because they're like, we're not super surprised to see all this car show. Yep. 318IS. Uh, that thing was pretty clean. I don't know. There's quite a few cars. It was cool. Uh, Croc GT4, Phil showed up and just came in. Um, yeah, it was cool. And Ali cooked this feast and people brought beers and it was awesome. It was a full on cars and coffee car show. I was very stoked to take part in a little story with, uh, Thomas's, uh, V8 Volvo. So we were leaving and, uh, we end up at this, we pull up to the stoplight, uh, whatever that big old main street is, you know, super straight, like three or four lanes wide. And then this, uh, classic, 
classic scene, like a dude in a newer Mustang revving his engine like crazy, pulls up, stops hard, like, you know, like he's driving very aggressively for just a straight road. Uh, and it sounds really good. Um, so we're all waiting there. Skylark's in the far right lane and they're right next to each other with both of their V8s. Uh, flips green. Uh, Thomas is like super quick off the line. Like you see, because the suspension's really soggy on the Volvo, you see the front end basically like lift <laughs> yeah. up a ton and he's like on it. Like it's an automatic. It's like, and where were you in this? You I was behind? in the Skylark to the neck, to the right of them. So okay. it's three, us three wide basically. And I'm clearly not in the drag race. Yeah, right. I'm just a spectator. I wish I would have pulled my phone out. But uh, he freaking barks that car started, and uh, he basically beats this Mustang, like a new Mustang. Dope. Dude, it was Did the so guy right. know what, what hit him? Like, was so, no, so it's funny because I was like way behind, obviously. And then, uh, uh, so you see them like do the racing and then they both cut, cut it down and then they cruise up kind of the next one. And, and, the, and then they like just got side by side driving and they were just chatting. Yeah. You can see, and they're like all animated. That's awesome. But it turns out in the end, what the story is, is it was an EcoBoost motor. Uh-huh. So it's the twin turbo four cylinder. Um, and so, and Thomas said he felt kind of bad cause he was like, that guy is probably getting beat all the time in the little four cylinder. And, and now it's mm. like, he's like, this is my one chance I can beat a Volvo. And then the Volvo beats him. <laughs> well, you gotta teach him, teach but, him a lesson. But Thomas said that that was the first drag race that he got into. Oh, uh, and I got to see it. I felt really honored. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's super cool. So next morning we woke up, all went to cars and coffee. Mm-hmm. And I know I I don't know about you guys, but I was kind of Jones and just get out of there. Yeah. You know, so yeah, how was the yeah. uh, the the Canepa? Yeah, I, it was I full, it, but but it wasn't as full as it it could be. It was it, it was totally full. The, the it whole. was it was, but um, the cars weren't great. I, I would say it was one of the weaker showings. And what they did is the very back lot on the where you enter the oh, yeah, yeah. garage. Yeah, they had parking down the middle, like a full lane of cars parked. Oh, okay. Down the center of that. Mm. So, it, I mean, it added a lot of parking, but it was a lot of bad cars. Tons of Corvettes. Uh, dude, that dude, show. It was super packed at 745. Yeah. No fault of, you know, the hosts or anything, but it's kind of jumped the shark because and it's like the just one podcast. Mm. Have we? Yeah. About that? Yeah. But no, just the, that jumping expression. expression. Yeah. It's okay. just, to- I mean, every... It, it's like it used to be kind of the hardcore. It was like this underground kind of thing. And now, and there used to be 20 cars and they were all cool and interesting. And, and now there's like still that amount of cool cars. Yeah, you're but right. There's hundreds of cars. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we go for the, what's inside, right? The, the, no, car. I actually like the stuff outside just cause I feel like we've seen all the stuff inside so often, but it's always, I really like to see the outside stuff. Um, I used to like to see the outside stuff, but yeah. I feel like, yeah, there isn't really anything outside anymore. So yeah. Well, it's bound to happen. Don't you think that, like, this particular event, given that it was, like, the whole, like, the pre-reunion was happening and everything, like, it's sort of stripped down. Like, it's not everyone's going to be showing up there. And the yeah. people that show yeah. up are, you know, probably kids in the Hyundai Veloster. Yeah, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm think I'm talking about the last three, essentially. Yeah, mm. yeah I kind of got that vibe. But anyways, um, we met there, and then uh, we 
basically we leave at 10 o'clock or something and jam down. I love you were out like at 9 something, right? Cause I, I texted you. Or yeah. I'm like, I can make it there around 10 ish. And you're like, dude, I left at like, nine, I think, or eight go. 55 yeah. or something. So yeah. meanwhile, I was meeting, uh, with the guys, Jeff and John picking up the wheels. Uh, so, oh, little mini project or update. So, uh, my car sold at auction on bring a trailer. Um, but they only wanted the wheels. So they came up That on is not Saturday. a mini project car update, Brian. I know. I just, you know, <laughs> we're past project car updates. I'm trying to squeeze it in, I guess. Uh, so they came up, uh, that took the wheels. That sticker was more important. <laughs> and bailed. Uh, so I still have to deal with them. And they said, uh, it's okay. You it's, have to make money selling them, you mean? It, yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, they said, uh, it's okay. We're doing you a favor because you're going to have more podcast content. Yeah. So you are. That is true. Here's that content. Yeah. I say classic Mercedes forum. People are going to want, okay. Someone wants to buy this department. Right, is that the name anywhere. of a forum or Craigslist put each car up for sale? Yeah. Or call the junkyards in Sacramento. Rancho Cucamonga. No, what is it? Something Rancho, Rancho Cordova. Cordova. Oh, I'll just call my buddies at the classic center. There you oh, go. Dude, they're, 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 yeah. they really need those. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Brian. Um, hey, it's Brian again. Oh, hey Brian. How's that project going? <laughs> no, really good. I, I thought it was straight to voicemail. That's why I was like, <laughs> hey guys, remember that project I was calling you guys about? Click. Well, here's where it ended up. All right. Anyway, so, I, yeah, I didn't we all went to Laguna Seca and we set up camp yeah. on turn six. God, that was so glorious having that whole cul-de-sac. Thanks to you and Brian for getting sites and, uh, it worked out so well. Yeah, so we had five campsites, and then there was like three other campsites that were taken up by, by friends, our friends. Friends of yeah. Awesome, and um, what a great scene! I just it's so awesome to have a killer crew. No, you know, no weird drama. No, and these are people that some of them we just met that weekend. Others we've only hung out once in a while, and uh, everyone is on board to have a good time and kind of just down for our scene, which we did. That's kind of happened by accident, you know, and we're super fortunate, I think to have that. So thanks to everyone who came and, uh, especially everyone who brought, you know, beer and food and yeah, made wood. it <laughs> wood yeah, more and, than enough. Yeah. It's awesome. It Dude, really I did good. not get a single piece of food from it. Somehow what? I missed the whole thing. Wait, huh? No tacos, no, Oh my god! Hot, dude. Or, I had, like, where were you? Four hot dogs, dude, I think I was visiting with Custer and those guys over at the other campsite, like during oh, it. Did wow. they feed you at least? I don't. I don't know how I missed what it. Is, dude, that sounds crazy. I was. Stuffed. I literally dude, had I everything. Had, <laughs> I had eight tacos. <laughs> yeah. Derek came through, dude. Killed it. He well, brought pumped. fifteen pounds of carne asada. And dude, I saw a was photo. It looked amazing. Carnitas, right, carnitas, carnitas, yeah. He made the best tacos ever. Like. He I'm made three bummed. different kinds of salsa. Yeah, it was oh, legit, like a full-on taco bar. In well, I gotta mention, Jono went above and beyond. Dude, Dude killed it! Holy crap! Uh, uh, I don't know. Tip. He kept saying, "Hey, hey, mem- remember this? this. Pretty good, huh? <laughs> Imagine this, like on the Costa Range or something." Oh, uh, he's <laughs> trying to win us over. Let's not go into that. Bribe but, us, um, but it was oh, epic. Amazing. It was, it was really, really good. good. Shout out to yeah. At Going Nowhere Slow too, who came up from San Diego and he had oh, a generator God. so that 
Jono could actually yeah. run a sous vide camping. Like right. at one point, well, I how looked over. That? I forget. I think I was with Alex of Sharkworks and Dan, maybe. And we look over and we're like, "Look at Jono cooking his, making his sous vide. He's sitting there, legs crossed, <laughs> making some sous vide <laughs> bullshit." But uh, it, was deli- it was delicious. So good. So, so good. It was I all worth it. Dude, it. The potatoes were epic. Everything, good, uh, everything yeah. was epic. Um. So that that took us into Saturday, and a lot of us went down to the track. You guys were taking pictures around the track because you had your yeah everyone your media had this time yeah media credentials, so you could get uh, in the action. Um, and that's that's kind of the same scene that we've seen a few years in a row now. But um, you know, great cars, great stories. A couple people were taking time to talk to us about like the uh, that Schnitzer CSL, the mechanic main mechanic for it went and just kind of like held uh class for a little bit and kind of told us all about it right. and uh, the details and what the history of it and everything is super cool. That's why that event is so rad yeah. and there's nobody there. I yeah. mean, there's, there's not all the cars that'll be there or, you know, this weekend, this coming weekend, but it's plenty. I mean, you can find plenty to, to see and do yeah, more than enough. Like, right. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Overload. Exactly. And it's not even so any uh, memorable, um, uh... Kind of details about that HGC. Yeah, the the so this is the CSL that has the BMW. It's white with BMW stripes, but the the red is a bright orange. Yeah, it's like a neon almost neon right? orange. Yeah. And they they explained it uh, that the red was actually a, a Texaco color, Texaco gas mm-hmm. stations red that they had licensed to BMW to use or some sponsorship partner thing that. That red color is actually a patented Texaco color, right? It's like huh. their, it's like their trademark. Out of the three uh, stripes. stripes, yeah. So I mean, uh, BMW stripes, <laughs> motorsport, BMW yeah. Motorsport. And so they couldn't use that uh, down the road. They so they decided to pick a color, and that's what they went with, uh, Schnitzer. But the car started as a narrow body, and then with a standard uh, E nine motor, six cylinder. And then every iteration of the CSL, as it got towards like Batmobile style, the car went back to the factory and was rebuilt into the latest and greatest thing, you know? So it would be like having an F40 and then the LM comes along and you send it back to Marinello to get LM'd. And then maybe the next version, like the, you know, LM GT, and then you send it back and they, so it's still a factory car, but it didn't start life as what Mm. you see, but it was, it was built to that spec. That's awesome. And, uh, it uh, lives in Seattle. Uh, it's perfect, you know. Great details. Talking about the wheels and stuff. They're Alpina wheels that they mounted to a BBS style um, barrel or mm. whatever, and they it's kind of a custom look. So I thought those were Alpina wheels, like from the factory, but they're actually like two different wheels put together. Oh, sweet. Um, but that's all. the kind of details that you you know. Yeah. You, just we happened to be snooping around the pits in their little area, and the guy was a hundred percent down to tell us about it. And, and that's the yeah. case with every freaking place you go. It's right? Like everyone's stoked that you're there to like because they know you're legit. You know, to actually go there that uh, during that weekend, like you, they're, you're probably more interested in the, in the cars themselves yep. than the glamour or whatever of, of Pebble, right? Like, I mean, I, I that's just kind of my 
take on and it. you've like, hit them before they've been bombarded with questions exactly. and tired They're of talking about it. Oh, together. dude, by Sunday, so, they've had so many people yeah, coming through yeah. and getting in their way and stuff. Yeah. By next Sunday. Well, next Sunday, right, it's right, a little more restricted. They're not even, like, they're kind of behind the scenes, not even visible unless they're wrenching. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, the same thing with the, uh, the, uh, John Morton's, uh, BRE, the 240Z that he was driving. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so is that his car or is he just driving it for Actually, the I said, I'm not He's sure. He's just I'm, driving. I'm yeah. sure it's not yeah. his. I yeah. think he was driving it. But I mean, the, one of the guys that was, you know, basically taking care of the car there, um, I was originally actually going over to see Glenn's car. Yeah. Uh, because it was up on jack stands and I knew something was wrong. And I ended up chatting with that guy for a bit and he basically like, was like, it, just as you described, super open, like, like, what would you like to know kind of a deal, you know, like, oh, like, yeah, John's around here somewhere if you want to talk to him. Yeah, he was know, talking like, to all the guys and yeah. I think Jeff Wise and uh, Alex were saying they'd... Yeah, Jeff Wise, because I guess John Morton daily drives a uh, Super 7. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. so he was nerding out yeah. over yeah. Jeff's car. Got it. Got it. Yeah, because Jeff got to sneak into the paddock with Not the Super 7. Not even sneak. He just fucking I mean, drives No, he in. just drove in and <laughs> waved <laughs> because they as if he's, he's a, a race car. Yeah. yeah. It's That's great. how you do it. That's how you do so it. So rad. Yeah. Um, yeah, but John Morton was there, and uh, they were all, everyone was chatting, and it was great to see Glenn. I mean, we got to give a huge shout-out to, to Glenn. We were like cheering them on and Eric and Lloyd in the pits helping yep. out. Yeah, I didn't see Eric. I didn't, I didn't Well, Eric was off running to I get a transmission over in San Jose. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what happened is I didn't. I didn't so Glenn like blew the, I guess it was like the pinion shaft or whatever. Pinion um, gear. Yeah. Pinion gear, I got yeah. a picture of him holding a paper towel with fragments in it uh, in yeah. his hand. And so you, I, I mean, I'm not sure exact details, but essentially he went out for a lap or something and it, it blew quickly. So that's the value of the pre-reunion. I know. And being uh, able to shake that down. And then he said the the second transmission was better even than what he had going. Oh, cool. So it felt, and it was one of his spares or? Was, yeah, it was his uh, spare. Oh, it was. But this transmission only had like three or four races on it. Really? So he was kind of disappointed. That's right. Yeah. It didn't but hold up. Get it rebuilt and have another spare, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, you want to spare was, everything in that situation. I was asking him if uh, John Morton was giving him any uh, driving tips and apparently, like, not a lot. It wasn't like he was putting on a school or anything, but, you know, they, he was, like, they were uh, trading notes about, like, what gear they're in at certain times and he was oh, giving cool. tips for what gear to go through. I will right. say John Morton was flying around the He was the fast. He was using all the track, and Glenn was too, for the most part. Turn six, yeah. where we were standing. Good out. job. Yeah. There's that whole like uh, little black uh, asphalt area, which past the rub strip. New. Ninety percent of the drivers do not use exactly. it. Exactly. And Glenn, I was stoked to see Glenn. Glenn did. was using it, and John Morton was I, on the very edge. Yeah, Glenn was saying it John helps a lot. That. And I don't, I don't know if you guys remember in previous years, a lot of guys would dip a dip a toe into the dirt right there. Yeah, right. yeah. You see a whiff of a yep. uh, wisp of dirt. Yeah, come up. and I didn't see that a lot this year. Well, yeah. because they added that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. what that's so my point. Even is. further. Yeah. No, yeah, you yeah. Can carry way more momentum. I'm sure you can go all the way, track out super far out. Yeah, it's and awesome. yeah, maybe there's a a little bit of uh, save it for next weekend kind of thing. Like don't. Don't blow oh, it. Where we were, uh, we're yeah, on, for, on the pre-reunion, yeah. you know, like this is still, you got a whole other weekend to go, like maybe take it easy. But a lot of those guys are coasting too. They, right. It's awesome to see the guys pushing it. I know it is. It really is. Um, so yeah, uh, camping was super fun. Um, I mean, I had a great time, like campfire scene with driving while awesome. Yeah. It was, it was really, cold. Really good. It was a windy, foggy time on the mountain there. Got but, real cold. But around the fire, I was loving it. And the van again was toasty. No, it was really cool. Yeah. We had so many people. I mean, 
I think we had 40 people. Yeah. Like that. Uh, I didn't do a final head count, but that's. Yeah. Kind of like each estimate. campsite was supposed to have two cars at limit, right? And we were, we stuffed maybe like six in each. Yeah. Allegedly. 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 Sorry, look at a second. Doesn't listen to this crap. So. I, I know I, I didn't eat much until the end of the day, and I was drinking beers. You were just drinking beers all day, essentially. Super hot. Getting dehydrated and everything. Uh, so I went to bed. Uh, we, I shared a tent with my brother. Oh, what did you bring to sleep on? Tell the listeners. A yoga mat. <laughs> oh, my God. Like a four centimeter thick. That's all wow. I had. They sell them for money. You can get like a real pad. I, you can get a thicker yoga dude, mat. Dude, I literally, <laughs> I had a second pad. That, that <laughs> this you is the Rockies. Did Come you on. sleep all right? No, I did not. terrible. So I woke up to go to the bathroom, woke up to take a leak, and I'm like, oh, man, I have to get up. Like, yeah, you know, it's, it's always worse. I get in the tent figuring out how to do that. So like, I, I go to stand up. And I get full on leg cramps in both legs, like quads, like everywhere. Every this is the single worst muscle story I've ever heard. Legs. This sounds terrible. And I fall to the ground. What? Because I can't stand up, you know dude. Why? I'm full on leg cramps. I'm like, ah. And my brother's just laughing because oh, he like, wait, he had just he had just gone to the bathroom, and that, you know, that kind of woke me up. And I'm like, I mean, you know, it was probably and, because you're on that yoga mat and you lost all circulation. It might have been actually. <laughs> lower lower body. But I think it's just because I was so dehydrated and I was I was hiking around the the track the whole day. Um, and drinking beer, right? And so I was fully cramped, and I'm laying there, and I can't get rid of them. And I'm, oh and, I'm down, and my brother's just laughing at me, and I'm, I'm, and I was just, I was saying out loud, I was like, I need to go to the bathroom, but I can't walk. <laughs> oh so I was doing like leg exercises oh, and stuff, and so I didn't have my blanket, my um, my uh, sleeping bag on. And I'm freezing without that thing on. Yeah, this is such a bleak picture. And then finally it's got up. Real. Finally full, got this up. This is fully deflated. Art doesn't know what he's talking about. I, I finally tried again to stand up. I was able to stand up, able to go to the bathroom, and I slept the rest of the night in my car. Wow. Just recline <laughs> seat. Recline so your dr- brother never saw you again. Yeah. He's it's like, oh, so he's gone. Dude, he got lost in the forest. Yeah. Out lying. Who knows? Well, at least he survived. I mean, I did have a pillow. Those those clutch kit guys almost died. Oh, I heard. Okay. Home. Can we mention this? So they went home. We're all hanging around the campfire. Like Nobody's even considered going to bed. They no, had already gone like to bed. O'clock. Yeah, they had yeah. already gone to bed. They're like, and, we've been in the tent for two hours. Dude, like, I don't, first of all, it's crazy that you guys are leaving right now at all. But then I can't believe you went to bed so early. Like, those two on top of each other, I don't get it. Yeah. And I heard, I listened to their podcast just to hear what their they were saying. And they were like, you know, we're in the tent just, like, telling stories and stuff. I'm like, what the what? fuck is happening over here, dude? Eight oh. o'clock, you're, like, in the tent You're together, supposed to be at the campfire telling talking stories. Talking story. And, uh, and then they also mentioned that they went to go get... Because we were sitting in their chairs, and I just... Mikey's like, hey, Lane, that's my chair. I'm like, all right. Well, we're going to leave now. <laughs> Oh, you had to get up? Yeah. Oh, man. And on all the podcast, dread- like, Lane was all wasted. Like, they, like, they dreaded yeah, that like conversation. Just sitting there. They're like, oh, man, you know, we're, like, kind of embarrassed that we got to leave, but now we got to go to the campfire where everybody's there. Yeah. And Lane's drunk, sitting on my chair. Like, And they left Lane Brad. Lane was not drunk. Brother. He was they not drunk. And they didn't tell Brad because they couldn't find him because he had moved his tent six feet over or something. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, and so uh, they, I, I told Brad in the morning that they left, and he was like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was quite interesting. Um, so was, things like, got dramatic. All that shit. Like there was. A, I actually left a lot of stuff. Yeah, behind. thanks. Yeah, Art, I wrote all your uh, paper <laughs> plates. Yeah, and shit yeah. On. Thanks a lot, Art. Hey, we can reuse those. No, they're Art mine. Bailed all early. <laughs> yeah, mine. you did. I never oh, saw Sunday. you on Sunday. Yeah, on Sunday, well, Brad and I had to head back up in the city, so we left. Oh, we yeah, left Brad there. and you did. Why'd Brad have to leave? Because his friends ditched him? So yeah. we had a. We also should mention that we had such a cool uh, parking. I mean, camping with Driving While Awesome is also like a mini car show. Yeah, so definitely. A lot of rad car you, know, you had the Sharkworks guys and um, Sean Grimes' nice 911 and Jono's car and Art's car and then uh, Hugo came up with his Saab and... Hugo's uh, gnarly because he didn't set up his tent so he just slept on the ground. Wait, oh, he has that giant Saab back. He was saying like he was going to sleep, in, sleep in, in the he Saab. He slept on the ground. Like that, a nomad or anything? No, on, just on the ground next no, to his he car. Was, that's not called that's sleeping. Wild, dude. <laughs> dude, he <laughs> passed out. wasn't too cold. We thought Lane was hardcore for <laughs> yoga mat. By the way, I love that you brought a yoga mat, thinking that was going to be something. <laughs> it did something. It, it was something. Nothing. It got it rid of something. the harsh rocks and, and that's stuff. A, that's some insulation, too. It got yeah. rid of them? No. <laughs> it smoothed them over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so I'm sure there's a million stories we could tell about Laguna Seca, but we need to move on. Do we? Yeah. Dude, okay. how about well, that AutoZam? No one's going to mention AutoZam, the freaking AutoZam. Auto yeah. Oh, is that, that a Mazda? Rad. That was yeah. a Mazda, dude. Oh. Gold wing doors. So, so random. So we, um, like, Lane and I were just kind of venturing <laughs> off. Like, we saw this really sick 911S, like, the short wheelbase car. It's that, uh, that... It's well, not a short wheelbase, but yeah. Oh, it's a. I'm sorry. It's a. Uh, uh, it's the white one with the red and houndstooth interior mm -hmm. that's always in the pits. Mm -hmm. Yeah, real nice. Yeah, so we walked over there and talked to those dudes at the campsite, and then we, we saw the, the auto work guys. Yeah, I guess there were one of them was there. So Mike right? and Andrew. Yeah, I didn't even realize works, we're just like talking, we're just like chatting with them. But uh, we walked over to the AutoZam, and um, these dudes are like totally into DWA. Like one of them was wearing DWA socks. Like oh yeah yeah like just not even part of our deal you know like they just happened to be wearing yeah. Those? And, um, yeah, oh, so that's right. They pulled up, over. and someone was. Oh, you you introduced me. You're like, oh, these guys are the AutoZam, and check out his socks. I was like, holy shit, you can have anything you want. Like, take <laughs> it all. <laughs> You're in. Uh, but yeah, that thing was so sick. I was actually supposed to drive it, but you know, I I I, uh, I blame Brad. I need to leave. Yeah, he offered to let me drive it too, and I needed to leave. Uh, actually, so speaking of driving stuff, Art and I both drove Bad Rabbit Habits uh, Caddy pickup. And, yeah, super uh, cool. We drove it on Sunday morning on the roads, kind of out towards Fort Ord, and. Uh, yeah, that thing is... It rips. Rips, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, I'll, I'll, uh, I think some tuning is in order, and he knew that. Like, yeah, I mean, like, I, off the line, like, it's really tough, right? So I was trying to, like, when I would try to, like, blip shift to, like, downshift or something, yeah. like, I had nothing. It would just stall. Like, it yeah. would just, like, stumble. So, like, you know, just, like, little kind of, uh, what do you call, like, what is it? Throttle response. Throttle, I mean, kinda... Tip in, there you go. Like, it was a little off. But outside of that, dude, like, it's so rad. And it actually rides way better than you'd expect for being Not that too low. Bad. Yeah. Um, and the, based on looks alone, I would expect it to be the worst riding car I've ever tried. Dude, it rides like pretty nice, yeah, and it's actually, um, you know, he he has the fitment like so dialed because it doesn't rub at all. Like wow. I, I actually threw it around on some turns to see if it would rub, and it won't rub. That's impressive. It's really cool. Yeah, and it's it's such a clean looking little truck. It's rad. Yeah, and it it, it was definitely surprisingly quick. Like and and it's dude, the power comes on. I love hard. how I love also how like 
the gearing is like so well matched for the power band yep. too. Like you just rip through, it's like rip, rip, rip. You're just going through the gears and actually shifting. It's, yeah. yeah. It's really nice. The transmission feels super nice. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, it was funny. Thing. The tack wasn't working and I was like, well, when do I, when do you, when do I shift? You know, he's like, when you run out of power, just shift. <laughs> so and like once it kind of like lost steam, starts to like go. I, yeah. Just, but yeah, he was, he was very eager and I'm glad I, I got to do that. Super fun to, to try it out. Yeah, it was, it was so rad because I, I was cruising down the hill too. And like, you know, there's like a brand new 991, whatever parked, um, on the side of the road, like watching yeah, the, the, I the saw that. I just, and you just like blow back, like past them. And then, you know, and, and there are people coming and going into the track and there's all these amazing cars showing up and we're just cruising in this little caddy and it gets tons of looks, you know, yeah, it makes those cool turbo noises too. It does. Yeah, yeah. Hiss and whoosh and all that stuff. Yeah. I think just a couple more details. Nothing is awesome. Like a vintage BMX bike in the back. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I think yeah. the interior, he's still like wrapping it up, right? Yeah, he's got a headliner yeah. going, going in. But it has a dynamite. Yeah. I think he had the Carrado seats in it, right? Cause they, oh, yeah, yeah, they really sit nice. lower and give I you a little more. Yeah, Ricardo, wasn't, Ricardo, he, Ricardo? wasn't it for sale? He, that, no, I actually I did mention that when, we, when I first got into it. I'm like, well, I'm glad you kept it because now I can check it out. But like, he's like, yeah, I, I decided to keep it. And I mean, like, there, it's, it's a really cool little truck. I mean, I don't know what he would replace it with. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was actually looking at an E30 Cabriolet in Santa Cruz uh, later that day. So I'm not sure if that worked out like very inexpensive, <laughs> needed quite a bit. But, um, I think he was looking like under a thousand bucks for a, a manual. Uh, E30. So, yeah, I don't know if that was going to be an additional car. I, I think it was. Yeah. I don't think it was going to be a replacement. I think, I think he's claiming a wife car or something. Yeah, like that? that sounds right. But anyhow, uh, all good times at Laguna. Dude, I got to say it was pretty fun to have the little photo vest and yeah. cruising around, like acting like you're a big shot photographer. Um, <laughs> and it was kind of a funny scene on Sunday morning. I went up and I was cruising around the back of the corkscrew, uh, which I've never seen before. And there's like, you know, five other professional photographers, like the dude from Vintage Motorsport Magazine was sharing my little same like window through the fence for a little bit. Imagine that. So I I roll up, I roll up with my ill-fitting vest, shorts, and like I'm carrying a a gallon jug of water and my coffee and my weird camera bag and... (laughs) Film, by the way. Let's just throw yeah. that out there as There's well. This is my little camera lens. It's totally not suited for the shot. You know, like I'm way too far away. Um, and he, you know, we were chatting just a little bit. I didn't want to bug him. Lane's but... protege over here. <laughs> <It's> fantastic. <laughs> I think Brad said that he saw, he was on the other side of this corkscrew on Saturday and saw me pulling out my, my iPhone. <laughs> like, so you were doing that. Panning shots. You were in the, uh, <laughs> I think you were in the little crow's nest thing in front of turn six, like where we were all hanging out, but you were yeah. in the actual little yeah. wooden thing and you had a beer <laughs> like with your stupid film camera and a beer. <laughs> like, what the fuck is super this guy doing? That's great. Yeah. Super professional. I think I, the beer didn't last long. I think I had it there for a second and then realized, oh, well, I got to probably follow some rules. So I, I put the beer away. I mean, good thinking, Brian. We were all drinking beers on that little crow's <laughs> yeah, so. Right. Right. Yeah. Did you guys uh, see any shooting stars at night? Dude, Dude yeah, we did. Crazy. There was we a did. proper like little meteor show. No, that right? was awesome. Yeah, we yeah, saw. I Tom. missed all that, but I did see the stars. I think I, I came over and mentioned it to everyone. I was like, "Dude, the stars are crazy." Check out the stars away man. from the fire. It was super rad. Yeah, good times. Good times. Good times. Uh, so that put us into the beginning of you know the week and Tuesday. Is the Carmel Concours of the Avenue or on the Avenue? What are they? What are they Concours called? on the Avenue. On the Avenue. 
in Carmel by the sea. That's true. That it's so overrated. Oh, I guess you don't like fucking sunlight, huh? They don't even That's have mailboxes, great. dude. Can you believe that shit? No, it's beautiful. It's like a whimsical village. <laughs> Everyone's got a poodle and a fur coat. Um, the uh, Let's see. I'm going to distract Yeah, what here. happened? So Drew... Who went? I don't know. I didn't Vandalay, know. Did you guys all go or Vandalay what? Industries picked up uh, myself and Porsche Hobbyist picked up Lane. We met at my house uh, early in the morning. And I actually drove the Volvo, the LOL oh, awesome. uh, LS1 swap uh, V90. Um, Drew let me drive it. It was cool. Uh, the only problem I had was the incredibly tight short shifter that is the gate is like incredibly close together. You're like so left or right, there's nothing, huh? Right. Yeah. So it's one of those where you go into fourth and you end up in sixth like easily. Mm. Um, and same thing like going up in fifth, you have like rev match really well. And um, even Drew is saying sometimes he'll have problems with it, you know, after driving it for a I long think time. He's just so. trying to make you feel better. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't remember it being that bad. No, <laughs> he he had a he had a little miss shift when we were driving. So no, I was just really trying to make you feel sympathy, better. Sympathy, sympathy shift, sympathy shift. Yeah, um, it was a mellow. He's grind. like C one. I do it too. <laughs> so uh, yeah. open cutout. So we went closed cutout until we got to uh, Monterey, and we it kind of opens up there, and this reddish orange EcoBoost Mustang new style with like the rear window uh, slats, slats and the little fake third window slats and all that stuff you know and it said turbo on it and tinted windows and everything pulls up to try to pass us on the right Hell no. No, no. Warren's driving. I was driving. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't think so. So Hold on, groceries. Yeah, so we, we kind of pulled up past him, and then Drew was like, oh, you want me to open that cutout? So I was like, hell yeah. So he opened those up, and then the guy tried to pull it again, and then at this point I had the fucking full cutouts open. Downshift. Just gone, and hey, buddy. Never saw him again. And then we had a guy in a, like a Mazda 66 two-door lowered and stuff it just kept trying to like drive past us and like kind of check us out and it was kind of fun driving that car I mean it sounds like you drive like a dickhead <laughs> <laughs> why you said all these people are trying to pass you and you're just like getting in their way they're trying to pass me on the right how am I a dickhead I don't know it just sounds like it were you going too slow in the left lane? You're in traffic. I mean, I'm just giving on. you a hard time. I think it sounds awesome. They're, they're, they're trying, they're the trying right to things. do the dickhead move of like go on the side and then yeah. cut you off. And yeah, I'm like, no, you're, you're not going to do that. You're showing them what's up. Exactly. That's why you have like, that Not car. this time, buddy. But I did get stuck in stop and go traffic in it for a while. And uh, it's, you know, it's a heavy, heavy clutch, big car. So it's not. How one. about, are you watching the temp gauge or what? Yeah, we were watching the temp gauge a little bit. Um, but. All was well. The car, car did great. And then we Dude, hopped in. Traffic is a thing down there, by the way. Yeah, it is, especially obviously this week. But I we got sunburnt as shit in traffic. <laughs> oh, yeah, the top down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we ended up at the, the Starbucks that is the start of our Coastal Range Rally. So and wait a minute. Quick question. Yeah. Sorry, step back. Uh, Porsche hobbyist Ryan yeah. picked up Lane. Yeah. What car did he pick him up in? He has well, uh, several think interesting you'd ones. bring a Porsche hobbyist. G500. Yeah. Nice. How is it? Those are really small inside, aren't they? Yeah. They're so cool, though. Uh, they prefer to say intimate. Yeah. Oh, intimate, yes. Cozy. Shortest shortest dashboard of any car. Yep. Um, you know, almost. They're just like an old, it's like an old car with leather. Almost upright windshield, right? 
Like a Vanagon kind of. Nice glare or what? It's, it was great. Great yeah, card. So we, we met in uh, we met in Carmel at that Starbucks because a lot of the cars that are going to the shows that day or that week, they have their transporters parked in that big parking lot. And then they're unloading them and then getting ready and oh, driving yeah, to the show. Oh, this is oh, the Trailer Queen parking lot. Kind of. That's too bad. Yeah, it's fine for us because we got coffees and then walked around and watched these cars like that insane uh, quad supercharged. Oh, Roadster that's where they thing. unloaded it. Yeah, I was like, "What is this thing?" So there was a, oh, there was like a four super, motors. No, two motors. Two motors. Two superchargers each. <laughs> Twin supercharged times two. I guess the same Big guy bike. owns the four motor car that was also at Concourse on the Avenue. Jeez Louise. The 4,000 4, horsepower one. Tiniest pecker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there was also a perfect Tangerine Carrera RS, a really honest car that was parked next to that. This really unique uh, 50s Volkswagen. Or, it was a rebodied Volkswagen. It was bug. basically a, a special uh, rebody done period in period in Stuttgart uh, at a body shop that they had taken a beetle and used 356 bits and this Ford and bits and yeah and all, all sorts of, yeah. of stuff to make it was this suicide, little... suicide doors was yeah it, it was, was a it roadster good? it was it was, it was pretty was, good it was interesting it was, it good. was almost like a Porsche like the 356 um grill kind of thing on the hood the, the hood handle. handle and then it had like a single grill on the back that kind of was With reminiscent beehives. of a yeah and uh, white walls and like chrome discs and so it was like early fifties black, car? yeah, with sort of like early a, uh, Volkswagen uh, interior. What's a beehive? Uh, it's taillights. those taillights that are round instead of the like three hundred drop of that or yeah. the oh, round okay. that look like a little beehive. Um, it was interesting for sure. But we sat across the parking lot. And I was like, holy crap, that, that looks very very unique. Yeah, I, like Volkswagen Beetleish, and then the guy was there. He had just taken it you know gotten it ready to go for the day and and he was happy to talk to us about it and so that was a period rebody like at some cool body shop in germany that they decided Whoa. to make their own it's car pretty, it looks pretty good garage, yeah. Yeah. pretty it's cool very cool yeah yeah like um, you did, uh, when, uh, the description it sounded like it was gonna be all kludgy but it flows it's no like no it's very nice, subtle it's well styled. oh yeah sick i see how the suicide and Volkswagen running gear and all that so um anyways that's that was just in the parking lot we were right. walking around at the starbucks parking lot at the starbucks <laughs> And, uh, yeah, there was an old 40s Caddy. Mercedes. Uh, Mercedes uh, Coupe, like a 60s uh, 280 SE or 300 SE. And then, um, yeah, so then we hopped in the G-Wagon and went to Carmel and went to the car show. Pretty pretty rad. Packed. I mean, so tons packed. of people. I mean, it's free. You know, it's downtown. It's like, it's uh, it's but, not a secret anymore. No, it's... and nobody's working that day. No. Nope. That is a packed show. Mm. A lot of interesting cars, some crazy expensive stuff, and then kind of some normal. I almost got attacked by a bird. <laughs> did, oh, you? did you walk under a nest or something? Oh, <laughs> there's a store that has a parrot, like a big macaw out front on a little perch, but it's almost head level. And Lane's looking at a car down on the ground, kind of looking down. And I'm like, Lane, look up. Look up to your to your left, and he's like, kind of looking over, like, not quite looking. And there's a fucking huge macaw, like a six inches from his face, and he doesn't know it. It was really funny. Um, see, so what else? What else did we do that uh, day? Uh, Wait, so what's the setup? It's just a 
like self-serve car show. No, like, no, they no, no it's a full concourse. They block off the whole downtown strip, and then, the, period, and then the streets that go off of it, and uh, they're all spots marked with numbers and chalk. And it's judged. And, and it's all people uh, with golf carts driving these cars to, to their spot. Oh, totally. to pre-register? totally. It's okay. totally, it's a concourse. Okay. I mean, there, there, there's a stage, yeah. there's there's a mics, there's... What, not, what was the winner? Does anybody know? Well, I think they kind of just go through different classes and show certain cars. Like, they had a 356 and a 190SL... Um, Acura had like a display of their new cars, by the way, that RLX is the, maybe the ugliest car in its class. Wow. It is. I, I wish I would have taken a picture of it because it you know what so I was thinking hideous. about today? It's like, it's a Kia design from 10 years ago. Right. Is what Kia it concept me car of, of, yeah, 10, years of 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. We were looking at it in the, the paint from like body to, to fender, to, to fender, bumper. to yeah. bumper were like, I mean, Four shades off. It was really bad. Horrible. Made in the USA. And they were trying to do the whole car show thing with, you know, the little stages and girls, ladies walking around with information and... It was not great. Not so the right you audience. See that, that that weird like sort of retro speed like uh, like silver arrowish race car that they that was that's uh, Infinity. That's Infinity, I think. Oh, Infinity. Okay. They had three NSXs and then they had a uh, NSX GT, which was GT. A, oh, that's a rear wheel drive non- raw carbon yeah. hybrid. Yeah. Car. Raw carbon bodied uh, non hybrid. Yeah, but it's Ooh. a race car, right? NSX race, race car, yeah. but you can buy it. It was like four hundred and fifty euros. Uh, uh, 469 <laughs> euros. Wow. Yeah. So this is the one that we would talk about. It's like this is, supercar would be well, great. Just pull out the hybrid legal, car. Right? It's like full race, you okay. know, like a... It's a GT3 car. Drop to the ground on Got it. with huge, uh, yeah, wings and arrow. So are you guys saying that they would be parked and then they would pull them out uh, on a regular basis and drive cars across the stage or something? They do have a stage for I think they're just doing that throughout the day. They'll say, like, and okay, and now we, we have this, you know. And I think they class. probably pick them just to talk about them. They so do. So Keith Martin cool. and uh, Donald Osborne from a sports car market were talking about cars throughout the whole day. They were emceeing the whole event, and then mm-hmm. people were driving through. So some major highlights? Uh, major highlights. There was a, a perfect K5 Blazer. Um, there was a full R group section of 911s. At one point, all the, uh, quite a few race cars from Laguna Seca, including, um, John Morton in the BRE and a bunch of cars got escorted by CHP from Laguna to drive oh, through awesome. on the awesome. streets yeah. awesome. and then into the show. And so everyone's like standing back and it's so freaking loud. That BRE to BRE and he kept lipping the throttle rah, and stuff. Rah, yeah. Just crazy loud. And they park on a certain section. Um, talked to Jeff Zwart. That oh, was cool. cool. We were chilling on like a side street, and he was parked in front of a 250 GT short wheelbase. And uh, he drove his 356 from Colorado. Whoa. 2,500 miles. Dude, I saw a post that he did on Instagram of like, you know, getting started on the drive, and it's, he's just getting fully sideways oh, in the dirt. dirt. Yeah. Dude, it's so rad. Mashing through those roads. the guy right there. He was super nice, and I told him, I was like, oh, hey, it's Warren from Driving Lost. He was like, oh, hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, we've never met. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, nice guy, and he said uh, he's going to be kind of around the area for the week. So, yeah, 356 was looking good. Um, and what else, Lane? Anything else to jump out of you? What with that uh, Tropicana Riviera blue car, right? Son? Yeah, I have, uh, I mean, flying Hawaiian. So one thing I was oh, noticed yeah, yeah, we so he, he made the orange car last year. He was parked in the same exact spot as last oh, really? year. So I, I I saw a picture someone posted of the front of the car, and like 
I had never seen the fuel cap recessed so far into the hood. Oh yeah. Like was that like? Did you see what was going on? Yeah, there? Pretty I, don't know. I mean, it didn't for yeah, aerodynamics. It didn't off. So that car was so fresh. It was almost like hard to fresh. hard to look at. It was. I mean, you know, it looked like it literally had just come out just of the like barely. The, like just, the yeah, I think he just finished it and. There was a couple of things I would probably do. Like I felt like it needed a little more black, or it just needed a little. That color is a very yeah. fake, fake looking if it's not done perfectly. I'm not saying it would look fake, but it was so it's so bright. It almost mm-hmm. looks modern, right? In a lot of ways. I mean, it's almost you're looking at an old car, and it looks like a brand new it's paint like, job. Exactly. It's a little bit off. Yeah, yeah and the, yeah. like the tailpipe was you know. Looked like it had just been installed. There was like no soot on it at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, it was bright silver. The tailpipes, like, I mean, they were just fresh. You know, it, over time, it'll kind of wear, totally wear in. Look great. Did yeah. you guys think it was sitting high? In yeah, the it had back. a weird picture. Rake. Look, yeah, had a weird rake to it. it yeah, like it was missing the motor. It was parked on a downhill slightly, all, but it 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 was had also a parked. Um, the curbs kind of go in, so. The opposite side oh. looked like it sat better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it might have just been a combination of like oh, it kind of rolled yeah. over and being on a hill. But yeah, it was a little raked. Um, more, I like them more level, I think. But like as we're yeah. sitting there, there's so across the street is another long hood, a really nice silver car. Um, a 356 uh, Cabriolet comes rolling by as we're looking at that behind that car is a Pantera. I mean, it's one of those events where the, you could walk around just downtown and it's yeah, cool just all the street park cool cars. Car. Cars, cars that were in the no, 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 this is just yeah, like no. we're outside of the show and yeah. that car happened to be parked outside. And then that's all the scene going on. Nice. As you're just we saw there. an aerial, um, nomad. Nomad. Oh, yeah. cool. Did the oh, guys cool. look like they were having the most fun or what? Well, it, was it was just parked. parked. And then oh. behind that was a, a GT3 RS. Uh, Gen uh, 2, Gen 997. Black, black, black on black on black. Like, yeah. Oh, Super nice. Uh, yeah. Across the street from that was this Maserati, like, you know, come drive all the new Maserati kind of event. And, you know, the the whole downtown Carmel area. There was, was a, one of the standouts was a three, uh, sorry, a, um, Mercedes 300 SL oh, Roadster, yeah. uh, gray over a really deep reddish maroon it's like an interior. Ox ox, yeah. yeah. I saw you posted a picture. That yeah. was a really pretty car. Had one foggy headlight. I know. I saw you have someone commented on it. Well, because uh, Porsche Hobbyist was saying that people always gave him shit about his headlights. Uh, I guess foggy. one was foggy or whatever. And, and he's like, what about this one? Look at this guy. <laughs> uh, that was a... Yeah, beauty, and then there was probably the nicest 2002 Ti I've ever seen. Oh yeah. Oh mine. Yeah, did you see that thing? <laughs> yeah, yours. Uh, it was a fjord blue, I believe. Um, a roundy over brown vinyl interior with the kind of MB text. Mm-hmm. It was a 73, I believe. So it had the bit, the bumpers where they stick far out. Yeah, further out. Yeah, the with overrider. the bumper overriders on the front and rear. Which obviously isn't the best, but it was perfect. It was perfect. And then yeah. as we On were sitting there looking at it caps. a little later, uh, uh, BMW M1 pulls in all white with the motorsport, uh, motorsport stripes off the corners, you know, like the front corner and the rear yeah. corner kind of. So rad. Um, unfortunately, never closed his damn rear uh, trunk or, you know, engine oh, cover for pictures. For pictures yeah. So we're like, oh, come on. And then he never did. And we just left. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a cool show, though. I mean, there's, I mean, not everything's perfect either. It's more, it, it's kind of like a mall, uh, your standard Friday night car show. Some of the cars. Yes. 
You know, like but the nicest was, ones at that Friday yeah, night car for show. sure. But there was like two E nines, and both of them were modified. Like and we stuff. could go through them yeah. and be like, nah, not quite. Yeah. But then the next street over is a like a street driven, totally used Jaguar XJ220, dark blue on gray. Yeah, like okay. kind of weathered a little bit, like, right? Yeah, awesome. dirty like wheels. It needed and, to be clean. <laughs> yeah, and, but awesome. it's so cool, right? It's just cool. We were commenting that. That car is a, like such an awesome value for it's amazing the yeah. supercarness that it has such presence and it has that really seat. long tail and great seats and uh, what, what, what does this go for again? Yeah. It's like two seventy five. What? That's it? <laughs> yeah. Holy yeah, shit! One art, dude. I know shit, man. Um, there was a Chip Foose car and some other like kind of custom stuff like that. They and there a, was some of the there was like a Ford Fairlane um, kind of period race rally car. Uh, we were looking at Chrysler 300, an old yeah, like 50s 300. Dude, I uh, love those. Really beautiful cars. Is that portholes on the sides? No, that no. This the, is the smooth with the cool with the fins that are integrated and the body's and really the trim bubbled. line. And then the way they do the two tone paint on those is really so. Cool. This is all single. This was all single white. It was just white. Uh, white on white. And the body is. You know, what a lot of those cars about? are really slab like sided. Probably like a fifty-seven. But the body, it just bu- like the doors are bubbled out a lot, like something. almost like a Jaguar XKE. And those are so rare. I mean, you don't see those ever. And it has the Chevy. two. It has the two seats in the back with the center console, almost like a new Panamera or something. Oh, and it's the craziest uh, instrument cluster for the driver. It's just it's like a almost looks like a globe. A very. And that's the one, I think Strange. they put the Hemi in those, right? I think so. Like, that's where the Hemi started or I something. I think you're right. The production car. Yeah, that was probably one of the first. So there's one for sale in Los Gatos that I really wanted to stop and get the details on. It looked cherry sitting in front of some giant mansion, but... Yeah. Yeah, you, there, ne- you never see him. It's another story of uh, American Car Company ruining the reboot. I right? know, right? Like, they should have made it some grand luxury Super car. Super luxury. Because like, that's what that thing was. I biggest mean, that was, motor. That was a big money car back then. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, that was baller right there with the Eldorado Buritz and stuff. Yeah, yeah very cool. Um, Did you guys, uh, like, stop and get food? Or yeah, what? so we left and we went to uh, Baja Cantina. Oh, sweet. Over by the quail. Seen there or what? We uh, went and drove through. Uh, we tried to go into Bonham's auction tent. They were just still setting up cars. They were like backing them in and parking, but in front was 288 GTO, F40. Uh, what else was out front? And then they had this little rally car Audi, circle. Uh, so short wheelbase, short Quattro. Wheelbase, yeah. Oh, yeah. Valencia, yeah. um, Delta. Like Delta. And yeah. 037. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, they had one of those there. Tell me this. What were the guys who were valeting or parking the cars? What were they wearing? I'm guessing it's all black. Black they, shirt, black pants, black shoes. Were they wearing like those little little sailor hats? We weren't really watching Wicker. those people. Wicker. I'm just wondering, <laughs> next year you wear that same thing, you walk up, they toss you the keys to something special. <laughs> oh my God, disappear. Yeah. yeah. we. I could tell that we weren't going to be let in because there was a security guard that was very... Uh, you know, standing right in front, like don't come in here, kind of look. It wasn't one of those like sleeping security guards. Even like, though we were like, paying in a, attention, you know, black G- black G wagon and and looking official. But then, uh, yeah, Baja Cantina, and then we cruise back out. And there's always stuff driving by, you know, cool cars for sure. Oh, in the morning when we were getting, we just were about to leave Starbucks. Uh, EB one ten Super Sport followed by a Veyron. Yeah. 
and then they were turning going towards like Big Sur and we got to Drew and I watched the the Veyron go by and we got to kind of hear it like yeah, go sound gnarly it's so, so rad it, it was sound, uh, sound like a train they were they were Benjamin Chen's cars oh they were yeah okay. so I'm sure you they know were going the guy? To a, yeah. yeah he's a customer ah so I'm sure they were going to do a photo shoot or something like that. Or maybe uh, their rental or, or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Airbnb. Yeah. yeah. Um, but pretty rad white. The, the EB-110 was EB-110 really was cool, white. Actually. And then the, that personally, yeah. the Veyron was... Uh, it's a panda. A panda. Yeah, it was black and white, and it was almost like a matte-ish look. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I don't see those all that often. <laughs> but Monterey Car Week. EB-110 Super Sports and 1,000 horsepower supercars. Um, NBD, NBD. Thanks, yeah. dude. That's our. I think we're up to now, right? Basically, yeah. And then uh, I know tonight was the Jet Center party. Yeah. Did Jono go? He, uh, I don't know. He basically. Yeah. Did his, anyone take him up yeah, on his, his extra buddy? Ticket? Bailed on him. He had two tickets. Yeah. I don't know if he ended up going actually. And then uh, Friday night, well, you're doing you're working some events and doing uh-huh. some stuff, and then we're going to the Porsche dinner. Yep. Or party, whatever you, you want to call it. Do you have anything to rev at the uh, exotics on Canary Row? Or? I'm not going to the exotics on Canary oh, Row. Okay. He's missing it. He's so. missing it. <laughs> Ali can be our correspondent. I wouldn't say I'm missing it. <laughs> <Yes>. Tom, <exactly. laughs> uh, Tom's going to the tour tomorrow. He's going to send me some pictures. I can't make it. I got to work. But cool. um, it's it's a lot to go again. You know, it's like back and forth. But I I'd, I'd think it'd be fun. See some cars from Pebble. Nope. Um, yeah. Um. Here's what uh, Ali sent. He texted me today because he cruised down today to go to all the stuff. And he wait, said, what stuff? The stuff in Monterey. I know, but what like I guess Jet Center and stuff like that. Yeah. But he said, so far on the highway and roads, Ferrari California Spider F40 356 Carrera 356A Emery Outlaw and P1 McLaren. Yeah, nice. That was just on his drive down. Oh, and I think I saw Seinfeld driving by. Cool. Sweet. What was he driving? Sure. Uh, blue 356 with uh, the leather straps on the hood. So who knows what, what that was. Hmm. I don't know if it was Seinfeld. The leather straps. <laughs> <laughs> it was a guy craning his neck. That looked kind of like Seinfeld. Um, oh, this is funny. Phil, BRZO Phil just said, yo, dude, sorry for the late text, but I found a 740 Turbo. <laughs> he sent me an ad. <laughs> Dude, he just sent me an ad for an 85 Toyota minivan saying, this looks right up your alley. Wow. This <laughs> shows you he's just uh, hitting us Mid-engine, sort of? Yeah, the mid-engine mm-hmm. one. I know. I think he's uh, he's probably itching to get people to go up there. Oh, and then he sent me a PT Cruiser ad. That son of a gun with gullwing doors. Oh, oh snap. One gullwing door. Five grand. That's a lot of money, man. Whoa. This is right up your alley. It's like totally ratty, lifted, uh, radiused fenders. <laughs> Look at this shit. I think that's from the... Uh... So is oh, this the gambler, the gambler five hundred? Is this the section of the podcast where we look at ads on our phones? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, can't so, do this someone, someone, I don't remember who sent it to me, but there was like an old Koenig, uh, or it might have been a Gambala, uh, freaking nine twenty eight with gold wing doors. Have you uh, seen oh, that? Yeah. Thing? I've seen yeah. those. Yeah, that's all you, Lane. Yeah, that's not, all you, not Lane. So, bro. <laughs> is it that time? I think it's that time. It's trivia time. All right, let's do a little uh, auction result guessing. Uh, once in a while, we'll take a sports car market magazine and pick some interesting sales and see how you dummies can do. Picking the winner, chicken dinner. $5 million. 
for all of them. Uh, 1993, Lancia Delta Integrale Evo 2. So this is uh, current market? This is an auction result that just happened. Just happened. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is the 93 Lancia. Lancia, as we say in California. Lancia. Uh, Evo 2, though, that's uh, that's an important, something important to, is, to note. Is it HF? Or? I think it's better than that. Okay. Um, there was uh, 93 to 94. They built 2,500 of them. Are you cheating, Brian? No. Oh, they're looking over my shoulder. Do you think what, I'm reading the text? That, what no, color I is it? I can't read that well. It's red on black. Or no, I guess it's red on black with uh, tan seats. Okay. And uh, it's it's pretty damn nice. And this sold at... Uh, Silverstone in the UK. How uh, much was it? Yeah, mileage condition. <laughs> <laughs> mileage condition. Clever. Um, yes, it has mileage and condition. Uh, 70, uh, 46,000 miles, 74,000 kilometers. And it is a left-hand drive. Oh, Monza Red on tan. $160,000, Warren. Nice, oh. Brian. Let me just analyze that real quick here. Uh, what did you base that guess on? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing at all. Pretty much uh, pulled it out of thin air. I Warren. like it. I like it. All right. 63. Um, I was going to say 59. Wow, you guys are good. Brian, not so good. I'm not good? Not great. <laughs> okay. So you say 63 and yep. 59? Mm-hmm. It sold for fifty two seven ninety seven nice. lane. That well, that's a good UK, deal. Like we were stoked that it was. This is actually this is actually a good deal. Uh, the last one sold for eighty five thousand, and shit. the prior to that was seventy five. So, so um, I was looking at this earlier today. It's a nineteen ninety two Evo uh, One. Evo One, yeah. It Come doesn't on, have Art. a price on it. It's being sold out of San Francisco. So well, I'll go check it out. That car will be worth more here. You know, it's it's in California. The, I actually think you could own and buy one in the UK, right? And my oh, point is... Oh, you mean the whole California... To get one here is you're adding 20 grand to it or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's see here. 1968 Volkswagen Carmen Ghia Coupe. Uh, black and white on white leather. Restoration just completed. What do you think that goes for? This is in Connecticut. I'm sorry. What, what year did you say? 1968. Hmm. And it's well, a black car with a white car. roof. Yeah. But that still had the small bumpers on the Gias, right? I believe so. This yeah. Is... I think that those didn't change till like, 74. Yeah, real way late. So Brian goes first? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to say... So it's black with a white roof and a white interior. Oh, Not you just best... saw a picture? Yeah. Come on, Not the best the color combo, right? Those are like 101 Dalmatians. Just restored. Yeah, just restored. Um, $9,999. I'm going to go 19 grand. 25. Lane, again, 17.6. That's crazy. So someone spent who knows how much it's, to restore that to get 17.6? This deep, high quality paint, a lot of little imperfections. Um, Engine bay not inspected. It says a strong result, but that's the impact of a fresh restoration. But, dude, high-quality paint's 10 Gs at least. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they didn't make money on that one, right? That's a weird one to restore. Yeah. All right. 1990 Ferrari F40. 
35,000 kilometers. Eurospec F40 spent most of its life in Japan. Brought to the U.S. by consigner in 2015. Perfect near showroom condition comparable to many F40s out there. The F40s are all over the place. They yeah. kind of are. They've been changing. No, they've been, they change, numbers, I swear, it's like within a million dollars. Yeah, would you get, Brian? Uh, or I'm going to go 1.4. Hmm. I was thinking 1.25. Fuck, I wish Brian went first. I know, yeah. yeah was, it, well, I mean, I'm being honest. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Even before you talked about, <laughs> even before you threw out the million dollar thing. The market is softened, but I'm going to go big on 1.6. Oh, that's not that big. Eight eighty. Whoa, dude! Dude, sell everything, Art. Sell it. Let's do this. F forty prices, dude. Art is visibly like shaking right now. (laughs) That's like they they were like one six for a minute. Yeah, yeah. I thought maybe like this is uh, here again or jumping up. This is condition one. What the Whoa. F40 prices spiraled upward in the past few years with some examples selling in the low 1 million range, but some leveling seems to have occurred recently. Everyone that wanted one bought one. And Maybe. Now they're out. Or there's too many out there. Everyone's selling them, thinking they're uh, going to get the next big price. I don't have like the like all the auctions going on this weekend to me really an interesting yeah it's gonna it's gonna be a nice litmus test for i can't mm-hmm. wait to see what that f1 goes for at bottoms mclaren f1 yeah 200 uh, grand maybe yeah dude <laughs> one dollar perhaps <laughs> all right last one uh this is a 1996 subaru impreza world rally championship 19 uh 97 racer Ooh. This is... I'll just read the whole thing. Is that that, that one guy, like Colin McRae or something? This is the ProDrive-built development car for McRae. So it's not a 22B? Grist. For new WRC Formula of 97, which Subaru won. Can I see the picture of it? Oh, my God. It's so beautiful. <laughs> it's the perfect Brian Mobile. Dude. Restored in 2009 by the people who built it with authentic parts. Nice. Achingly perfect. Oh, Condition I'm Condition 2. Because it was a two from the get-go. Oh, Won the 98 uh, Spa Rally with I many, it was a test car. many French-sounding racers. Uh, eighth on the 99 Rally de Monza, uh, driven by Valentino Rossi. Retired from 99 Acropolis and 2001 Swedish, then rallied in Ireland 02-07. So one of the most significant rally cars ever made, and though it sold at top estimate, the only surprise is that it didn't do more. I have a number in mind. I have a number, too. I don't. Brian, do go over. Come on. Come on, Brian. I want to hear yours first. Dude, race cars are really hard to value. So just yeah. for the listeners, this is the the prototypical Subaru rally car. It's the 555 uh, cigarette mm. livery. GC8 blue, model. GC8 blue with the gold wheels. It's if perfect. If you see the rally videos on YouTube, this is Colin McRae jumping this car Doing brake slides around the exactly. tight ass turns. So how many millions of dollars, Brian? Dude, I'm gonna say five million dollars. Holy mother of God! <laughs> um, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, job, total, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally no, you're kidding. not. No, I'm absolutely kidding. I'm just saying. I'm gonna want to give you guys an impression of how much I think it how much you should value. be valued oh, okay. at. All right. Uh, I'm gonna say, dude. I really have no idea, but I'm gonna say it's hard. I mean, Two hundred and twenty. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, four seventy five. I'm saying three hundred. Without going over. Brian wins. Oh, 
but lane wins, really. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thanks for that, though, Warren. 297, 647. That's surprising. Wow. That, that is a very a close guess. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? It was a very close guess for lane. Very close. <laughs> very close. I, gave, I had to give you the benefit yeah, of the doubt, though. You. you didn't... You didn't blow it too God, bad. How rad is that car? Come on, can we all just Pretty agree amazing. like that is so awesome. fucking cool? Bang yeah. for the buck. That will I guarantee you in ten years that will be twice as expensive. And this was sold in the UK? Uh yep. That's surprising. I know. Why? McRae, like you'd expect that I mean we go for more, right? Like, That's a lot of money though, guys. It That's is a lot of money. For a Subaru race. And a car a car that you could duplicate for for very yeah. Twenty thousand yeah. dollars. But that's the real deal. And I know. people have been racing it competitively for the whole time. But I mean, you know, if you look at it historically, like race cars have just really popped. Yeah. And I know. A Subaru okay. to get 300 grand, that's like. So. That's, that's the Subaru, though. Yeah, it's yeah. like if you're a rally yeah, car guy and uh, you have a collection or something, that's mm. chump change for. Yeah. And some if you're people. looking at it for future, like as all these that's people right. that have played all these video games and stuff. And you and, can use it. I mean, you can yeah. go out and have so much fun with that on uh, name your event, right? And you may not devalue it. No, I mean, just no, re- get it restored adds, again yeah, by ProDrive. Right. The more you, you would think, like money. Xbox or someone would buy that just to yeah. have in there, you know, like yeah, like totally turn, whatever. I think there was a fair amount of those or... built, by the way. Well, not real deal, but I guarantee you, tribute I'll cars or ProDrive went through quite they a few probably of made them. Some. Yeah. yeah. Um, call me crazy. Uh, the. Uh, a recent idea is you buy a full stage rally car and just cut out the front part of the cage. Street car. And oh, just do okay. a rear cage? No, you leave the rear cage. Yeah. yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Coastal Ranger Alley. I'd love to see a list of do these it. recent ideas. Uh, what, well, you get them on the podcast. What's I remember. <laughs> uh, what, what, what were you thinking? Anything? Well, recent? yeah, this GC8. Or, that I mean, one. or, <laughs> just cut it. <laughs> this one. Cut that shit this out. One. Um, or, you know, it's kind of like whatever is, uh, whatever's available, really. You know, the Mark II GTIs are, uh, yeah, three, three up there. GTX or something. Yeah, some of those are, I mean, it's not common to find rally cars for sale. You know, there's not too many places to look, but it's like whatever comes up. You can get some cars that are kind of ratty for pretty cheap, like mm. thirty five hundred bucks for a car that's ready to go. Yeah, probably Pacific Northwest or something. Yeah, oh, yeah. So. Special stage. Well, I think that's a podcast. Um, hit us up at team at driving awesome if you have any comments, questions, interest in sponsorship, and we'll yeah. see you next time. Cheers, Bye. Okay, bye. See you. Great review of the podcast on iTunes. Whoa, last minute.